welcome to another episode of Please Ask Mickey, a podcast that is for mums and women, and it's where we talk about the real shit that, you know, no one else really wants to talk about or discuss. And speaking about that, at the moment we are talking about births and birth stories. Um, It actually started as birth stories and it sort of just like turned into just straight up birth. Um, which I'm loving and you guys are too. Thanks for being a part of it. Um, So today we have a very special guest. So a lot of you have actually, you requested to have this guest on. (laughs) It's so funny because we're filming this at the same time. So it's like, if you're watching this, you can see who it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a bit weird. So Sheridan Austin. So Sheridan has been on my podcast before because I love her and she's fantastic and she's a very, very um, amazing nutritionist and uh, GAPS practitioner, someone, all of her stuff. I I very very much respect everything that I very much, very much respect everything that she does. And I know if Sheridan... Um, trust. That's what I'm looking for. I trust everything that you do and whatever you say, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that's what I'll do too sort of thing. So anyway, without further ado, Sheridan is here. Hello. Welcome Sheridan. <laughs> thanks, for <laughs> thanks, for, me. thanks for coming on. So we are, we're actually like recording this, like filming this at the same time and Marley's here. Um, and he's been a bit of a whingy motherfucker at the moment, so he might make a bit of noise. <laughs> I'll just keep trying to put a boob in his mouth. Um, so so thanks for being here, Sheridan. Um, so I'm starting this new thing where, like, at the beginning of every episode, I ask my guests, like, if you – which friend's character are you? Hang on, wait. What do you mean by that? Friends, the show. Oh, oh, Jennifer Aniston probably. Yeah, I see that. Rachel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe even a bit of Phoebe only because, too. Only because – I've said when I was younger, people were like, you look like her because yes. of the straight hair. That was it. So yeah, that's, that's enough. That's, that's it. That's the only reason. Um, yeah, that, that's probably all. That's yeah, fine. Like that's that. a good answer. That's yeah. it. All right. So you're, um, you're Rachel. That's perfect. Yeah. Marley, get your bloody head out of the microphone, mate. So um, <laughs> you're here to tell us about your birth story, which you haven't shared yet. Um, and... Your birth story, I guess, was a bit of a surprise to you, wasn't it? Like it was a bit different to how you imagined it going. Definitely. And um, I want to make it clear that when I was pregnant, I was very, I was told, I was about to say very much. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just starts saying very much. (laughs) I was told to not hear about... um, Negative birth stories or like hear of negative things. Um, So I want to make it clear that firstly, I'm sorry if this is um, touchy for people or makes them feel like that they need to be fearful of birth. That's totally not where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, It's just my personal experience. And I think from my experience, it's important to kind of hear both sides as well. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I'm wearing really great earrings, but Marley loves them a bit too much. (laughs) No, darling, they're not for you. They're mum mums. Um, Um, Yeah. So the thing is, is I think it's important also to realise that Everyone has different degrees of experiences. Like yeah. some people um, have a really beautiful experience, but it doesn't mean that they can't say that some parts were shit. Yeah. Um, you know, and people have had a lot worse experiences than me for sure, but um, doesn't mean my story is less valid than someone else's. Do you know what I mean? Like someone can kick their toe and complain about that as much as they want. It still happened. Yeah. And uh, it's still okay to be emotional about it. But... I think to some 
people would have heard much worse and it's like, oh, Sheridan, harden up or whatever. Mm. I, I feel like... Um, but it was something that I just naturally was still really emotional about. I yeah. definitely have calmed down a lot more and it took a good few weeks to stop crying about it while telling people about it. Yes. Um, but, you know, like I said, someone might hear it and be like, oh, that's, you know, that's not not even something to be emotional about. But, yeah, it doesn't make anyone's story less valid if there's something worse. No, I really like actually to touch on that because I've been getting a lot, because I've been doing like a lot of different stories. Some are like crazy empowering where people like have the perfect birth and they come out and they're like, and because I was the same when I was pregnant, I was I only wanted to hear good stories yeah. and was told only to listen to good stories yeah. because, you know, like, I don't know, it was it almost put me in a bit of a false sense of, sure, this is mummy's story. <laughs> like, um, I guess I wasn't really as prepared for birth as much as I actually wanted to be. And I think because mm. we're not really supposed to talk about the shit stories. And That's like, exactly right. You know, and um, I think it's important to talk because yeah. the reality is that like, and like now that you've gone through it, birth is the most fucking intense thing that you could possibly, I think, ever physically mm-hmm. go through. No matter and how positive or negative yes, it is. Yeah. Like even the best, most beautiful story in the world, that's still really fucking hard. Mm. And then we're just handed a baby and you're sitting there going like, Whoa. holy shit, I still yeah. need to just like comprehend what just yeah. happened to me. Exactly. And the thing is like people used to, it was normal and in poorer countries still, people die during mm. childbirth yep. for yep. so many reasons, you know, mm. but we're lucky enough to have the facilities that we have mm-hmm. to keep us alive. Yeah. Like, and I used to, before I had, you know, my children, I was like, you know, my body is like capable of doing anything and, you know, mm-hmm. I trust my body Same. and this is what it's designed to do. But yep. at the end of the day, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a life-threatening situation that yes. you're in and you need to surrender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what I learned. Yes. Okay, so yeah. now we've discussed that. Um, let's start with when did you find out that you were pregnant? What made you think that you were pregnant? Oh, I've never well. heard this. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, firstly, it was a one-pop wonder. Hey, you need to get in this. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was not our intention to get uh, or have a baby this early in our lives. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, maybe five years or something um, but then, of course, like, it was obviously Sean's idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I knew the moment because I went, I did the maths and I was like, wow, okay, we've been together for like 14 years, but we've never done that at that time. <laughs> I was like, this is interesting. I have instant anxiety. I cannot sleep ever until I know. Was oh, that like right when you like had sex and you straight away? Well, yeah, pretty much. I did go to sleep that night. Yeah. But the next morning we were driving along. We we're in Melbourne. It was snowing. It was beautiful. And I was like, um, babe, so just so you know, if people want to have babies, what happened last night is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that I'm... Really, really, I can swear on this, hey? Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm really fucking anxious. <laughs> <laughs> right now. I'm worried um, you popped a baby in yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, 
don't worry, Sheridan, you're not pregnant. Like, don't be silly. It's fine. I'm like, I knew though. I just knew <laughs> that my life is completely about to change. So <gasps> I anxious that. up to the point where I finally knew and um, did the test the moment I could do the test. Yeah. This was about two weeks later. I think so. I think I did it a bit earlier. Um, basically, my whole body melted the moment it said positive and uh, called my sister and just couldn't even speak because I'd been speaking up with her up until that moment um just being anxious every day i would call her and be like hi hey <laughs> just need to hear your voice <laughs> which sister is this is called brianna oh, Bri- yeah, 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 yeah yeah she's like are you okay i'm like yeah just you know and then anyway okay bye <laughs> no reason um but yeah so found out it took a long time to gather the fact that I was actually going to have a baby. Um, at that point, we were living with my parents, yeah. Um, trying to save some money. And anyway, so found out that three or so months later, I was nauseous, all that kind of stuff, vomiting in buckets in between clients oh. um, or the beer. So did you get really nauseous? I did. Uh, yeah. God, coffee was just not – I could not even smell it. Yeah. Um. But I was so tired that one day I tried to force myself because I had clients all that day. And then, yeah, just ended up vomiting in a bucket several times at work secretly. Um, at work secretly. Sorry, yeah. I just had to duck out to put Marley on the floor. <laughs> and um, and then I told my current work at that point and then I was actually made redundant a week later. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, which was pretty hard. So my pregnancy was, I guess, somewhat stressful. Like I did experience. And like, this is another thing. Don't worry if you were stressing during your pregnancy, thinking that your baby is going to be born a stressful baby, because I think a lot of women are told that, yes, you want to be as chilled as you can yeah, and like look after your body. But at the same time, don't, because that just makes you more stressed. Oh my God, I'm yes. stressing. Now I'm stressed about stressing and I'm going to create this child that has insanely high cortisol levels and, you know, so. That's um, actually a really good point. I remember when I was, when I was pregnant with Marley, for some reason I was just psychotic. Mm. And I remember one night, like, oh, I think I must've been probably like 15 <laughs> weeks long or something. And I just like had a full anxiety attack in the car and I was like vomiting and like so crazy really out of character for me and um we like were going camping or something and I just like was freaking out so much and in my head I'm going you're so stressed you're gonna kill this baby this baby's dead you're gonna have a miscarriage like and then I just remember like I was like I'm having a miscarriage and you know how you just like get fluid all the time yeah when you prego and I was like would every single time I went to the toilet, I was like, this is it. I've had a miscarriage. Just like, and so crazy. And he came and I was like, I'm going to birth the most psycho child ever. And he is so, so fucking chilled. chilled. Yeah. So yeah. I love that you said that. That's mm. a good point. I it was just hear of so many women being worried about that. And it's yeah. just like, you know, you are going to be more emotional during that time. You can't help it. Yes. Um, and you don't know what your life is going to. So like come about like you never know so yeah it was made redundant obviously I had to start a business straight away like literally the next day I had clients the next day um, <laughs> so stressful yeah so I was like well where am I doing them <laughs> at your house um okay my mum's house yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like what in the storage room or something like, so yeah that was quite full-on um anyway mm. so where am I going with this um that was that was when I found out I was pregnant um, yeah, completely unplanned, but it obviously is always works out in yeah. your favor. The universe just 
creates this wonderful situation because now two of my other best friends have had babies. So, you know. Perfect timing. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. You know, like just forces us sometimes. And obviously Malachi was like, bish, I'm coming into this world. I'm coming in now. And Malachi's the best. Like Sean says, (laughs) he's the best mistake I've ever made. (laughs) (laughs) That last minute decision for Sean, like do I, don't I? (laughs) Picked in Malachi, yeah, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Putting a baby in her. (laughs) Tonight's the night. (laughs) So funny. Um, Actually, though, for a while I... Which actually, this is something very personal and I haven't spoken about yeah. um, in the world. But I was very confused as to whether I was pregnant uh, a few times. Did tests, was positive. Then I actually bled a lot. I had quite a bit of bleeding in the oh, beginning. Really? Yeah. And so I had just um, fully told my family. Um, and I was actually in New Zealand doing a talk at the time and oh. I was with my mum, thank God. Imagine oh, thank if I was God. by myself. She wasn't going to come, but she did eventually. Um, and then I went to the toilet and went, what? Like, I was like, mum? She was like, ran in. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I got my period. Like, I really thought I had my period. Oh. And then she was like, I thought it was a little bit weird that you were saying you had a little bit of cramping because I just had slight cramping. Yeah. Um, and then... So we were like, okay, I'm not pregnant anymore. So she ran out and got some tests, did um, some more, and it came up negative. Oh, yeah. no way. Because I was still early, yeah. like testing, but yeah, it came up negative. And then I still had this feeling I had a wine that night. Me and mum were like, okay, well, we can have a wine now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we can go into the hot springs now. Like this is all I thought because, you know, you're not meant to have very hot baths. Oh, I did not know that. (laughs) Apparently, apparently. Google said. (laughs) Good to know. Uh, Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Anyway, we went and did the things that we weren't doing because I was pregnant. And then, um, but a day later, um, I I still had a feeling I was. And were you bleeding a lot? It was quite a bit at the beginning. Yeah. Like like enough for you to just go like, it's not just a little like. Yep. It wasn't spotting. Fuck. I know. So there's some thoughts, like some people mentioned it could have been like a, like a potentially a twin. Who knows? Yeah. There's no answers to that, but I don't know. Um, and then did a test, like when my mum was still asleep, woke up in the morning and I, it came up positive again. So that was really confusing. So up and down emotions, as you can imagine, because yeah. you begin to accept that you're pregnant and get excited about it. And then all of a sudden that happens. And then you and accept then, that. And then I've told Sean that I'm not pregnant anymore. Oh. And he had just told his dad he was still with his dad um, when I called him and said, baby, I'm not pregnant anymore. And he's, he oh. literally, his dad was in the background going, Congratulations! Like he just said the words, Sheridan's pregnant, and I called and said, "Oh my god!" Oh. <laughs> what a coaster! <laughs> yeah, this is the beginning. Oh my um, god! But yeah, so <laughs> that um, yeah, so you had that happened, and then did this test again. I was pregnant, so I didn't tell Sean that it showed up positive. I was like, no, I'll just wait, you know, a couple more days. I was still in New Zealand. Yeah. And then and then he wouldn't trust me um, until we got a blood test at that point because he didn't yeah. want to fuck up with his emotions. Yeah, totally. Again. So anyway, that was the beginning. Got the blood test and the blood <laughs> yeah, test yeah, yeah. was obviously like Malachi and is here. Yeah, Malachi is proof. 
that I continued to be pregnant. <laughs> That's so crazy that you bled so much. Like, because what's, um, what is it, the implantation bleeding? Yeah, so it that. could have been that, but, like, obviously a lot more hectic because it was literally like I, I Got had my period. period. Yeah, so it wasn't, like, just spotting. And it continued to spot for a while, so that was very hard to see. Um, yeah, but then so it, terrifying. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, but um, from the three-month mark, so it started to just not be there anymore. So that was that was good. But, yeah, constantly not knowing, should we go to the hospital, should we not, like, find so out. So it went for three months, the spotting. Yeah, so obviously the first bleed was a lot stronger. Um, and then it was like, yeah, just little bits here and there. And they were like, it's okay if it's, like, old kind of blood-ish. But I was like, no, this is kind of, like, fresh. Like, How sorry, this is that? very open. I'm so No, sorry. this podcast is open. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what we're about. Like, let's yeah. talk about blood and shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, but who knows what it was. We don't. Like, just don't never know. have answers to it sort of thing. No. How interesting. Mm. This is it. Like, there's no definitive answer you yeah I think that's the my through my entire pregnancy and actually even since having him the the word to me is fully just surrender big bold capital letters isn't it like yeah to every moment you've just got to go okay this is what's happening now this is what you're currently dealing with that's okay let's just roll with it like because there is only so much that you can control because that was Mm. the same like with both kids like yeah especially with Maddie like surrendering was the biggest thing like Mm. to birth to everything to pregnancy to like because you just like you never know and yeah Mm. as I said you can only control so much like Mm. you can you know eat as well as you want you Mm. can do everything right exactly but the universe will still like take over yeah (laughs) yeah and you just have to be like thank you for the lesson thank you yeah (laughs) so scared but thank you yeah okay (laughs) thank you fuck you thanks (laughs) (laughs) um definitely so many fuck yous (laughs) thanks really like you know i really appreciate it you so much. Why you do this to me? I'm so stressed. I'm trying to do the best I can. I just spewed into an esky bag. I'm so stressed. Why you do this to me? Oh shit. Oh, thanks, universe. Though, yeah. fuck you though. <laughs> um. Okay. So you were thank you, fuck you to the universe, yeah. and then um. So how was the rest of your pregnancy? Rest of the pregnancy was really good. So the nausea subsided. Um. Really awesome. Felt great, like didn't have the crazy emotions that people have, which I was really lucky to have. <laughs> Not. Yeah, no, no, you don't uh, want them. That's crazy. I mean, like we all, again, still have our emotional days mm. um, and that's okay because it's an emotional thing you're going through. I want everyone to also know that it's okay to be emotional, like yes. far out. I hate that it jumps to conclusions of something's wrong with you. Yes. Um, where sometimes, of course, there is. Yeah. But, and you do need support. And I think diet has a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, the fact that you're growing a human and you know, you've got a lot coming up in your life. But I think it's important to know that you are uh, valid, like your emotions are valid mm-hmm. um, and it's okay to have a meltdown. Um, so that does happen, obviously, because I had seminars, I had clients, I had a lot going on. Um, so things were sometimes emotional, but all in all, really, really good and lucky. Yeah. Um, 
So towards the end, I did definitely have fluid retention for sure. Um, that sucked. And yeah. you, that just makes me thankful to know what I do know because it's like, oh, my God, can you imagine if I didn't and how much fluid you would hold or I so would So what held. did you do to help with fluid retention? I know also we have Sharon and I did do a uh, – let me yeah. actually speak my English. A pregnancy one. We did a pregnancy episode. Yeah. So if you go through that – would you call it the archives? Let's call it yeah, the archives. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll be able to find that. So. Yeah. And so that actually, I think I did touch on um, inflammation and keeping that mm. as low as possible. So I think I talk, talked about maybe the foods uh, to avoid so yes. you don't uh, put on more inflammation because pregnant or not pregnant, obviously, fluid retention can occur. And um, that is a result of foreign things entering your body or foreign things being within your body and your immune system responding to that and therefore holding on to fluid. So, um, you know, you've, we've got to try and keep that as low as possible. Yeah. So if you want to know those foods, go listen to that episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not going to tell you, fuckers. Subscribe. <laughs> 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 Just subscribe to Please Ask Me. <laughs> Terms and conditions. <laughs> segue so much I know um okay so fluid retention yeah so you had fluid retention yeah towards the end definitely so I also was very busy at that time like Mm. and as soon as I started to slow down um it actually went down a lot which was awesome um but yeah I think there were a lot of factors playing there just yeah not stopping obviously a lot of my job is recipe development too so I was on my feet a lot and then Mm. also doing seminars and cooking for the seminars so it was like doing a lot. So I think my body was really telling me to slow down as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is hard to listen. Like I know our bodies do that a lot, especially when we're pregnant because we feel like, mm. I know for me, like you feel like you have to work up until there's literally a head between your legs. <laughs> and for a lot of us, we kind of do. Yeah. And that's where it gets really hard because we know, and you would know mm. that like when you're growing a human, that's a lot of hard fucking work. Like, mm. it's so crazy. We just walk around and mm. we're like growing a full person, mm. you know, like that's so mind blowing. And mm. we continue life as though we're not even doing that. Mm. Um, and especially towards the end, like we know that we're supposed to rest and we're supposed to. I think I remember prepare. actually messaging you. Um, yeah, talking, I think I remember. Yes. Like towards the end, we're like, need to slow down, but can't and don't yeah. want to, but body's telling me to and should be (laughs) (laughs) no I have to listen but also still got shit to do yeah Yeah, I think we're because our babies are like pretty much almost exactly the same age like with a week Week. I beat you I think you're ahead I was really (laughs) jealous (laughs) we were due like a week apart and we found this out so we're but we're born exactly a week apart yeah and then wait what are you 21st of January yeah I'm 28th yes I know so we same year and everything and then the the boys were almost well they were due a week apart yeah I think we ended up having them almost a week apart yeah except I beat you yeah you you beat me by a week (laughs) even two weeks early yeah yeah um maybe more 37 weeks almost 38 anyway anyway that's fine no one cares about that but (laughs) they're like cool your birthday's near each other (laughs) fucking whoop (laughs) we're just having a conversation (laughs) forget where we are um yeah, so, okay, well, let's move into the your birth story. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I remember you had a bit of pre-labory yeah. sort of things, which is fucking torture, isn't it? It is, yeah. So there's already that lack of sleep component. But my, yeah. um, long story short, my labour went uh, for 
Active labour, 30-ish hours. <gasps> Active. Did I not, have you not, do you not know much at all? I've, because I knew we were going to discuss it, I think yeah, we've only yeah. done snippets. Snippets, yeah. Okay, so roughly 30 hours. Um, <gasps> and so, but that doesn't include the night before where my water broke. So Malachi was delivered via cesarean um, on Wednesday night at 7.30 and mm. my water broke on Monday. So that's how many times, like, that doesn't, in, that doesn't get included in that 30 hours, like, my water breaking. That's so nuts. Um, so I was overdue. I had a couple of fears. My fears were uh, having to be induced and also yeah. to have a C-section. Um, and this is only uh, me processing it now of yeah. knowing what my fears were, which I did know, but like, I thought, nah, it's okay. I'm just visualizing this perfect birth, kept visualizing this perfect birth over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and so the full moon before having Malachi, I, I'd even written down the exact, um, you do that and I'll keep talking. Um, I'd written down exactly what I wanted to experience and I visualized it and, you know, to the point where it was like happy tears, you know what I mean? Like, um, so did the whole visualization of him coming out naturally and what the nurses were, or the midwives were saying, like Sean being there and everything. And he came straight to my chest and all this kind of stuff. And everything was beautiful and roses and daisies and stuff. <laughs> all the good flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, water birth too, of course. Everyone wants some water birth. Yeah. Um, anyway, so like what I know now though is even though I visualised that and done everything I could mentally to a certain extent, I still def- definitely would have had a level of fear there, of course, because my mum and my sister both had C-sections. Um, mm. So, like, my mum had all Caesars and, yeah, my sister. And so I was like, no, my body can do this. Despite me in my career constantly talking about um, the fact that C-sections are there for uh, life-threatening situations and that the top three causes of death in um, hunter-gatherer communities is childbirth. Mm. So literally the top th- in the top three uh, causes of death in the Hadza community, which is a community in Africa, um, they, uh, yeah, like one of the main causes is childbirth. And I spoke about this, but I... Like, I continue to ignore the f- that fact, you like, know? Like, just never made that yeah, connection. I, well, I, yeah, it was like, well, yes, that's there and I knew it, but mm. I wanted to have a natural birth, you know? Yeah. I wanted to experience that, you know? Why can't my body do that? Let's, mm. I'm giving it all the fuel it needs nutritionally, mentally, blah, 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 but Doing I was everything just so right. set on it. Yeah. Um, which I now know is kind of a wrong place to be because you really do, again, need to surrender and be open to what challenges you may potentially face. Yeah. Um, so that was um, my intentions. And the other fear, or oh, the induced. So I didn't mm. need to be induced at this point, obviously, because my water broke naturally. Um, so you kind of released that fear. Yeah. Well, I was already overdue. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I think it, I think it was seven days overdue at that point on the Monday. Um. So, yeah, my water broke, and I had like ten to fifteen um minute apart contractions that night, pretty continuously. Um. So that obviously that's not super close, but 
So I didn't sleep much that night. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Still a nuisance. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bother. Come on, Malachi. Seriously. <laughs> Just let my mum have a nap. I'm trying to <laughs> Just um, let me have a fucking nap and yeah. then, like, let's do this. Yeah. But at that point, actually, I was like, oh, my God, it, my water's broken. This is what happens in movies. The baby's going to come out a couple of hours later or whatever, you know. And was it like a dramatic water break, like your water break? It gushed. Yes. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I wish mine gushed. No, you don't. Well, actually, I don't want to scare anyone again. But when <laughs> Sean's got a video of my reaction when my water broke, it's pretty funny. But um, <laughs> I was like... Is it wee or is it water? I don't know. And I was like, I can't control it. It's definitely water. Anyway, Unless I've just yeah. lost the ability yeah. to like control my bladder. Yeah. And then, um, and then I was like a little bit sad that my water broke because it actually adds a little bit of cushioning. Yeah. So I actually said in that video, I was like, oh my God, I'm sad my water broke because... Yeah, like the cushion's gone. Yeah, the cushion's gone, so it can mean a little bit more pain because obviously that's not there anymore. I'd just like to reiterate, um, and I know we're not trying to scare anyone, but it actually means a lot more pain um, oh. in my experience because oh. my waters hadn't broken with Marley, and then they ended up. If you've listened to the story, they ended up breaking it for me, and holy fucking shit. Big diff. So wow. if you're walking around and you had a baby in an amniotic sac and you're like, didn't even hurt that much. Fuck you. It yeah. <laughs> okay. That's really nice to know because like it hurt. <laughs> um, so yeah, makes my story way more valid. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Birth hurts. Yeah. Let's just like yeah. Let's just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Let's not sugarcoat that. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, that happened, and then so the contractions um, that night. So I wanted to try and keep it going because I thought I was going to, you know, have a baby quite soon. Yeah. Um, after the night passed, up until about 4 a.m., I was like, okay, no, this girl needs to rest. So yeah. I tried to get as much rest as I could, and I was still kind of checking in with my contraction, well, my pre labory type contractions, you yeah. know, uh, intense Braxton Hicks, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the timing of those and not knowing whether I should wake up Sean or not. And yeah, very I was like, confusing, isn't it? It is very confusing. Yeah. So I ended up like trying to rest a little bit, then um, got up and was like, all right. I've rested, let's try and get this happening. So I was just like pacing around the house, just trying to move things on. Um, and then it wasn't progressing forward. So I was like, let's keep my acupuncture appointment that I had scheduled already that day, which was the Tuesday. Yeah. We just made it a little bit later at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I went to that to pro- help things progress a little bit during the day, obviously getting like those um, now and then uh pre-labory type contraction things yeah and when I was there she was timing my uh, my acupuncturist was timing my um contractions there were at that point every five to six minutes during my session and so she was doing all these points to bring on the labor and she's like you're having this baby really soon your body's looking really good Mm. um she's speaking to Sean because Sean drove me obviously because I wasn't going to drive in this state yeah um she's being Sean giving Sean tips of different points to press and you know getting really excited for us and oh my god this is happening so soon um so we went home had to stop on the way because I felt like I was going to throw up so Ah. Stopped, didn't throw up, kept going. By the time I got home, it was about three or four. I was in active labor. Like I was beginning to get those contractions, say, every three or four minutes. Um, so we just, 
you know, like uh, blinds down, salt lamp on, music on, bounce bouncing on the ball, just really gentle breathing, everything like that. Uh, Sean's just there for me, um, and yeah. So pr- hours progressed. Then we had my sister come over. Um, I wanted her there, kind of like a doula, because she is a midwife. Isn't she she? Um, was nearly yeah. a midwife. She's oh, a registered yep, yep, yep. nurse now. She decided to go a different way, but um, she's had a lot of birth experiences, like help deliver babies, mm. etc. So, and she's just like a loving, caring little soul. So, like, mm. we wanted her there, um, just as a you know someone to, as you said, like a doula, yeah, yeah, to yeah. support. Yeah, and she knows a bit more. Um, anyway, so we called her to tell her to come over at that point. I actually don't know what time that was. Um, <laughs> had a bit on. I might just quickly call her. And ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Let me just fact check that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So she came over and then they were timing the contractions. We had this app that timed the contractions. They ended up, my sister and Sean ended up taking away my phone because um, they really wanted me to get to the hospital. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, no, it's not consistent enough yet. We're staying here. I just want to, you know, be here. Like, nah, let's. And they like, time went on and on and on. And I was like, sure, okay, they're really consistent. Like, let's just go. Anyway, they ended up just basically making me get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like carrying you, kicking yeah, and screaming. Yeah. How am I not going? <laughs> yeah. So contractions all the way through in the car um, and obviously up to the hospital. And I was trying not to look at the lights to try and keep, you know, away the blue light. If you didn't know what that means, Google it. Um, oh, oh, to stop your contract. What? Well, okay. So uh, just a side tip. Um Obviously, the fluorescent lights is yeah. like emits blue light, which can um, actually. So, in uh, uh, olden days, or in um, animals, they go to a cave somewhere very dark mm. to try and have their baby. So, you want to be in as dark space as possible to help that melatonin production, but also. Um, keep your hormones at a point where you will bring on uh, your labor as best as possible. So the blue light can actually stop that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you want a dark space as much as you can. That's why like a lot of people when they get to hospital, their contractions slow down. Yeah, that can be one reason. Yeah. It also can be like if it's stress or yeah. you're distracting yourself and all sorts of stuff. But um, yeah, so anyway... Get so there. The yeah, so we get there and we turn our, we took a salt lamp. Definitely recommend it in your labour yeah, yeah. um, in the hospital. So it's just very gentle light. Um, we're like, yep, let's get the bath ready. Uh, we're just made, waiting for the midwife though. Um, so we're waiting for quite a while, you know, lots of contractions happening and um, music was on. And she gets there and she takes my blood pressure and my blood pressure was too high to get in the bath. So, you know, medically and didn't really understand that though because I was allowed in a hot shower. So it doesn't make sense because they were worried about the heat. Oh, I didn't know that. I was always told I wasn't allowed to get into five centimetres because it slows everything down. But yeah, I just like hang in the shower the whole time. Yeah. Well, apparently because my blood pressure was too high, they didn't, that was like a a concern. Yeah. Um... So anyway, we continued without the bath, totally fine. And then, uh, but obviously we didn't know the timing of things and we didn't know how much I had progressed. No. So 
hours get an internal? Passed. I did eventually, yeah. So um, I think I got gas first mm-hmm. because I was in, you know, obviously – you're in pain there. Oh my god, we're not superhuman. No, gas is... yeah. <laughs> did, you, when, did you have when you had the gas? Were you like, this is the tits? No. Oh really? I love it. I sucked. <laughs> I sucked. Like, excuse me. Sucked at sucking yeah. the gas. Yeah. So I found with the breathing, my body wanted to do. I actually couldn't inhale the gas properly oh, enough. So. Yeah. But I probably had pushed it maybe too long because I was even wanting to not do the gas. But at this point, my body was like full body shaking. Yeah. Um, I hadn't slept the night before, obviously. This was during the night, the next night. Um, so you were fucked. I was really, yeah, getting really exhausted. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just shaking a lot. Passing Jesus. in and out in between contractions. Like, I remember just seeing everyone's faces and just like, almost having mini sleeps in between my contractions like which is like what three minutes three four minutes um so eventually I was like Sean said did you want some relief and I'm like I was so resistant to any pain relief I was just trying to be so stern but eventually I was just like I actually told him I was like can you stop asking me that but then it got to a point I was like yep I need something so I got the gas yeah struggled with that um, and eventually we did, then did an internal examination. Yeah. Um, I think this was around 12 or 1 in the morning. And I was, this was when my heart shattered. I was yeah. three centimetres. You want to punch him in the face, yeah. hey? I was like, are you serious? So you meant to obviously get to 10 centimetres if people actually sometimes don't know that. Yeah, I never knew before. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um I had gone through so much already and I was three centimetres, which is, you know, you've got quite a bit to go. I mean, you can dilate really quickly depending Mm. uh, on the person, but I'd just gone through so much already to hear that. I was just like, whoa. Okay, here goes. So start, uh, you know, doing whatever you need to do. Um, Hours passed again and then I was, I needed a rest at that point. Like I was like pale. My blood pressure was really high. Malachi's heart rate was dropping dangerously. Um, And the shitty part was, was that for some reason, whatever was going on inside would not let me lie in or stand or any other position but my back. Oh, and that's the shittiest That's the worst. You don't want that because... You 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 can experience like back labor, obviously, where yeah. things are trying to open and um, do what they need to do, and you've got so much pain in your back, and that's what my problem was. I was just in so much pain there. Yeah. Um, so is he posterior? Uh, no, I don't think he was. But mm-hmm. he was quite high up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he was posterior. I don't even know if that actually properly checked. Well, probably um, if you had a Caesar, they it would have been like the last. Mm. But if you normally the back pain that is that yeah. does make because he was and it's like you do everything right to get him the right way and then they last minute they're like exactly gonna flip on you yeah yeah who knows so um but yeah we just had the the monitor on like for his heart rate and then obviously my blood pressure so yeah mine was dangerously high his was dangerously low um and it would only be it would his heart rate would only be okay on my back. So went through hours of that and then decided on an epidural, which was, again, the last thing that I ever wanted. Yeah. Um, so that was a huge decision to do that, but I just knew that I just needed some sort of rest. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, the epidural didn't fully work on me. Like it was like just the right side. I could still feel every contraction. And um, when they did the epidural, I actually didn't even know this wasn't even discussed, but I probably was in this delirious state that I didn't even know what was going on. But they did syntocin to bring on contractions because my labor was not progressing. Like obviously the three centimeters and stuff. So they did that at the same time um, as the epidural. So my contractions are very intense, uh, but I, yeah, I could still feel some, but definitely not as bad. So I was, uh, it was good though, because I still allowed myself to at least meditate and like mm. rest slightly for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, and then things started to kick in again. And um, again, I, I can control the epidural so you can like, press this clicky button to allow you to, um, con- like, the intensity of the epidural. And I think oh, I was quite light with it. That. Yeah, because I still wanted to feel my legs and be able yeah. to go in different positions. And at that point, I was still having an actual birth in my head. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I could still go on my legs and everything, and I was still trying. But, again, every position he didn't like, his heart rate would start going down. Um, it got to the point, which to be honest, I don't even know what time it was, but I was on my knees. My body was screaming to tell me to push, but she, she, my midwife was concerned that because obviously with the epidural, maybe, I I don't know. She was like, we need to do an examination before you push. push." Yeah. And thinking back, don't know whether this was the right or wrong thing. I wasn't prepared for all this. So. Um, she did the examination and I, I don't even know when I was, but she was like, you definitely shouldn't be pushing it. It could actually, um, inflame your cervix even more or something like that. And then lead to other complications. So Mm. I was like, oh my God. So I had to like full try Zen again, try not to push. stop yourself from pushing. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Um, who knows? This is a, this is this kind of stuff that went over in my brain a million times yeah, for weeks or months, like you know, just questioning everything. You just question, 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 question constantly. Yeah. And I would mention it so many times to my partner, and he'd be like, "Sheridan, stop it! You guys are all alive. Yeah, you're so lucky. Um, you're here. He's here. Stop it." Yeah, it got to that point. But anyway, so, um. But you're still allowed to talk about things, of course. Absolutely. Because you're processing everything. Oh, my God, so much. And that's it. Like, that's part of the process is to sit there and go, like, and because, you know, from experience we learn as well. So naturally when something happens to us, the first thing we want to do, yeah, for next time, you know, blah, blah, blah. If that didn't happen, is that because of, you know. And there's with birth, there's so much that we don't know. Oh, so much. Like doing this series, my every single episode, like I learn like 20 things. Even having gone through two labours. Yeah, you never know. Even again, when I was starting getting contractions, I was like, can't even remember, you know, like it's a new experience every time. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, time passed and... To be honest, I don't even know what time it was at that point, but I got the epidural at about three-ish or so in the morning Um, and then obviously went all that day again. We decided, um, the doctor came in and suggested that we consider a caesarean. At that point, I broke down. 
Like yeah. I was like so emotional. This, like I said, Malachi wasn't born until seven thirty that night. So I'd gone all that day, uh, or the night before and the night before, and um, yeah. So I think it was around six o'clock, six p.m. They were questioning whether I needed a cesarean. And at first I was like, no, let's try and go a little bit longer. Um, sorry, it might have been five o'clock and then a little bit longer. And then they were like, okay, so here's your heart rate, blah, 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 blah. It was just not good. It wasn't a good situation and we didn't know how much longer it could have been. Yeah. At that point. Um, so when, oh, this is probably when I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we'll all be crying. Oh, that's so silly. Like, no, it's not silly. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, no, it's not even that sad. Like, it's, it's to normal people, you know, it's not. But No, but that's it. It happens to us. It is really <laughs> fucking intense. And that's why, like, yeah. we need to be talking about it mm. because, like, these things are so disregarded as far mm. as, like, you know, people are like, it's just an emergency, sir. It's just to this. It's just to that. Everyone yeah. does it every day. But, yeah. like, when you're in it, it's fucked. Mm. Yeah. So I looked at Sean and I just broke down and said, Yep, let's get him out. Like, and Sean started crying with relief. Like, <laughs> literally, Sean literally broke down and was like more thankful that I yeah. finally surrendered because obviously he's been he's exhausted too. Um, and he was thankful, and I was emotional because I'd come to that point, you know, of going, all right, this is it. Like. Just, I just was wanting him out at that point, yeah. you know. So your instincts is just like, get out safely, give me safely, like get, give me safety. I him. want my baby. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see him now. Yeah. And then, so once we happily made that decision, it we were happy for a bit. We were like, me, my sister and Sean, it was funny, like Brianna's looking for lipstick in my bag. <laughs> Like this is happening. It's okay. We're gonna see him soon. Like this is so exciting. Pop some lippy on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was hilarious. She's like, can't find it. Can only get your lip balm. And I was like, no, the lipstick is definitely there. So we all put it on except for Sean and except for Malachi. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. We were trying to like celebrate. We were like, we'd been yes. through so much at that point. Um, and then. We waited around for the cesarean and I get there and I'm getting, still getting the contractions all the way through, uh, just not as intense. And because I said my labour was actually slowing down, that's the other reason for getting cesarean was it was slowing down. It was going to 10 to 15 minutes apart again. Yeah. So I was like, far out. Is he ever actually going to come? Yeah, he's like, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> and he was still quite high when they checked. So he was still, you know, who knows how much longer it could have been. Um, then we get to the, uh, to the, obviously the room to do the cesarean, uh, all was okay, but because of all my medication to keep my blood pressure, uh, at a normal rate, uh, normal level, sorry, they, um, the medication to start to numb me from my chest down, uh, it made my blood pressure go too low. <laughs> so then I start to get really sick and I was like, I don't think I feel very well. I don't think I feel very well. Oh. Meanwhile, they're doing the surgery. They're sewing me up. Malachi wasn't breathing. At that point, he had uh, meconium, swallowed meconium. So they were trying to make him breathe. Sean was torn between me and Malachi because I was on the bed um, 
like I had vomited throughout my labor. Like I haven't even mentioned all of my labor, but like, cause it's so long, Yeah. but, um, I had no real vomit or food left or anything. So yeah, I was actually just, vile. yeah, just dry reaching, but Ugh. hectically, like it was like a vomit, but nothing coming out. So Sean was like, where do I go? Sean stayed with me. They dealt with Malachi, oh, wow. Malachi. Um, and they gave me him eventually, but I literally couldn't hold him because I was so uh, out of it. I was yeah. just like, this is so beautiful and it's meant to be so beautiful, but I actually, like, it's not beautiful. Like, it was meant to be, but it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was like, I can't hold him. And I just said to Sean, I was like, take him, take him, take him quick because I can't hold him. So that's like the, you know, the lack of skin to skin. And... <laughs> <laughs> um but eventually, <laughs> like, like everything you envisioned or everything I had pictured was just mm. literally completely different. Um, so, yeah, I had to deal with myself. And then I was getting, I was going crazy in my cesarean too because obviously you can hear everything. And yeah, is it a bit fucked to like? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that point. I think I was so delusional yeah. as well. So everything, you would be more sensitive, of course. But. So I was actually singing to myself, which was weird. So I was like, because I didn't want to hear or feel Yeah, anything. like, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. And because you can feel the pulling, can't you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sean eventually put um, a song in my ear, like, because he was seeing me going insane, like, singing to myself. So he grabbed his <laughs> phone, which you're funny enough without phones, and he put this song in my ear, and, like, that song now... Um, I played it throughout when, <laughs> look at you, <laughs> um, when Malachi was very little, like proper newborn and played it quite a few times. And every time I did, I would like look at Malachi cause that's what he was born to. And then I was just, I, we would cry or I would cry looking at my, oh, yeah, it's so beautiful. You're here. And you know, this is what you're born to and everything. And then so now guess what? It's what he settles to. Oh, so cute. I love that. But anyway, so that was in, um, my ear at the time and he came out and I hear him crying and it's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Now I'm going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time, obviously, yeah, that he had to get taken away. I had to be looked after and all that kind of stuff. So, but all upwards from there, um, yeah. once he was okay, once I was okay, honestly, like I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> He breast like got on straight away, latched straight away. He fed for ages. That's so good. Yeah, so like 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 stayed there for like an hour, and they were like, "Whoa, this is so rare." Yeah. Um, yeah, that's ages. Yeah, he was there for a long time. Maybe he was making up for the lost time. Like yeah, when he didn't yeah. get that. He's like, yeah. you know, I've still got skin to skin. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that was really beautiful. And then my family were waiting out in the ward. I walk out with him. Not walk. Did not walk. <laughs> yeah, I was Could like, not walk. that's pretty crazy. Just had, like, Ran out. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys, look what I just did. Your legs are like, oi, we're not working yet. <laughs> Dragging along the ground. <laughs> like a man, like, pulling Sean yourself in your pulling me. <laughs> oh, my God, you're like a slug. <laughs> Our imagination's right there. <laughs> Wheeled, got wheeled out and Malachi was here and Sean was there obviously and my family was waiting and I'm just like guys he's so cute and I'm like they're so far away they're probably like a hundred meters away and I'm like guys 
like just talks about that constantly um like how she's like you were just weirdly like happy and excited and so it was all upwards from there honestly but one thing I do want to quickly mention yeah is um this is like rewinding a lot yeah um but obviously my the last thing I want to do was get that epidural yeah and um, but like I said, it gave me some relief and this is what reminded me was talking about my mum. Um, when I got the epidural and had a little bit of rest, I was like, I feel like I can speak to my mum now. Cause obviously it'd been a long time at that point. Everyone's yeah. wondering what the hell's going on, like whether I'm alive. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so oh gosh, being my mum now thinking back, like she would have just been frantic. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, okay, babe, I think I can speak to my mum now. Um, can you pass me the phone and I'll give her a call? Um, and then I start to ring her and I start to cry. So I put the phone down. I was like, oh, I gave it to Sean. I was like, I can't speak to her. I'll just cry too much. So, cause mum knew how much I didn't want to do this intervening and stuff like that. Yeah. So gave it to Sean and then Sean was like, oh, she was at the door. <laughs> like, like at, about to walk in. She is planned. Um, oh so it's God. just so weird that. I was finally ready to talk to her and she was literally walking to my um, room. So did she come in for the rest of the... She came in then. Did you just need her then? Were you uh, like... Or... I just wanted to know that her know that I'm okay and that I wanted to also let her know that I had gone the epidural route, where we were at kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and she walks in and then, oh my God, I just broke down because she did too. I just cried and cried and cried because... She knows it's not something I wanted and, yeah. you know, surrendering to that again. Um, but anyway, so my family had waited that long and then I see them and it's all so exciting. Um, but honestly, like at the end of the day, you just got to do what you got to do yeah. <laughs> to get through. And that was um, hard. Each decision throughout that whole process was so hard. Yeah. But... Um, was I was, like, I was really, I should have surrendered earlier, probably. Like, it is really hard, especially, I guess, like, you know, there's like over-education and then there's, or not yeah. over-education, but you know, it's even things like people who struggle with breastfeeding because now we're told how important breastfeeding is yeah. and you know, it's like so beneficial for this, 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 this yeah. and this and you know, formula's not and blah, 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 blah. But at that the point, reality, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you know, and like so there's so much people feel so much shame and they feel like they completely yeah. failed yeah, their baby and, that's and their what you bodies do failed feel them. Like, yeah, you do feel like you fail. Yeah. Um, in saying it's all upwards from there, like yeah. 100%. Like I was so lucky to be able to breastfeed. I'm so grateful for that. And, um, you know, again, doesn't mean it, it was all roses and daisies again. Like you, you just become very, very grateful for what you've got. And mm. uh, I was still, don't get me wrong, so emotional about I was traumatised 100% about yeah. the process um, that we had just been through because it's a life event. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, literally yeah. creates life. <laughs> yeah. And then, but you do just have this such insane love usually for that baby. Mm. Um, obviously, some people do experience different things there, but I was lucky enough to, like, just love him so much. And... Um, <laughs> But every time I talk about that birth story, like, I 100% would cry in two seconds. Like, my friends would walk in to meet Malachi and I would just break down to them because 
they knew it wasn't what I wanted and, and I had just been through this and it was just this, yeah, a huge emotional traumatizing experience. But, um, did you have it? Did you have any feelings around because, like, you were, and I guess even, like, what you do and who you are and, like, it's all about, I guess, you know, doing things naturally and, like, that's, you know, all you're about was part of you kind of, like, I don't want to say embarrassed, but, like, yeah. 100%. I did not tell the world that I had a C-section for, I don't even know how long it was, probably wasn't even that long, but I did hold back from that for sure, um... Yeah, which is so silly, you know. And but when I did tell, like, my followers, mm. God, the amount of people that contacted me said, like, I was the exact same. Like, I was so emotional about it. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to do that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just knowing that it's so needed sometimes. Yes. And like I said, like, it's one of the biggest killers, uh, childbirth, um, in hunter-gatherer communities because of they don't they don't have the facilities and knowledge we have. Like, I think yeah. knowledge can still really help bring about a natural birth as much as you can. Molly's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to suck my face off and pull my earring out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think something I need to do as well is share after caesareans, you know, ways in which to, like, support your body during that time mm. because – then you are constipated, you have hectic gas because they've played with your bowel. Yeah, um, and like anesthesia, you know, yeah, all the you've like, got, you've oh, played, <laughs> yeah, because they played with your bowel. Yeah, bowel, yeah. yeah. So um, a lot of people with caesareans, yeah, have a lot of trapped gas afterwards. So despite the pain of the caesarean, you've got that, but that ends about a week after. Um, so things that helped me was definitely really dosing up on magnesium for like, inflammation and mental health as well and then um all your anti-inflammatory herbs like turmeric and ginger but just be careful disclaimer there because um turmeric can you don't want to have too much because it can increase bleeding ah yeah yeah not know that so it's just a very fine line um and charcoal really helped as well for uh absorbing that gas if you have got that pain um yeah so this is good to know because that's it like i think when people have cesareans or whatever it's like well you're not taught well we don't know mm. like going in we know all about looking after ourselves postpartum mm. if you have a natural birth yes and looking after your giant sections yeah c-sections it's like okay well it's just recovering from surgery you're kind of given like you know here's some endone and a few yeah. drugs and blah blah blah, blah but like go, yeah yeah, you're not told that, like, yeah, okay, they, like, literally, like, readjust your fucking organs and mm, shit. So, like, yeah. you got to, like, consider exactly. all that stuff. and Yeah. And just the healing process, yeah. you know. you got to really support your body because, number one, you're producing milk for a baby, you're trying to heal from surgery. And, and this goes for natural as well, of course. Like, you never know what's going on there. Mm. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think it's support if you do need to. And this is... 100% not a sales thing from my my behalf but I just if I, I feel uh, lucky to have had the knowledge that I do have mm-hmm. so I can apply those things willy-nilly you know but yeah. um, God for example you know my sister like she had a cesarean as well and you know it's so good to just be able to help 
Um, but yeah, magnesium definitely to get your bowels going as well. That's another mm. reason for that. And vitamin C can really help with that. Obviously, an excess of vitamin C or an excess of magnesium, the result is diarrhea. So you can take some pressure off your stomach there. And again, the charcoal to help absorb gas or just also help absorb toxins from what your body's just been exposed to, all the medication. Yeah. Yeah. So, but make sure you always read up on these things before taking them. Yeah. yeah. Or see someone, yes. a professional. Yeah. Don't just... Yeah, so example there is charcoal can, um, you need to have it away from medication, you need to have it away from Mm. food supplements and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, any questions? Um, (laughs) What do you think during, like, you know, because your birth went so differently to how you pictured it going, what do you think was, like, the the lesson in it for you? What have you learned? Yeah, okay, so to be open-minded in these situations, um, but also to know the good and the bad. Mm. So don't – because I was uh, naive and just wanted to know about the good, but I didn't learn because I had this emotional block that didn't want to accept that that could happen. Mm. Um, I didn't learn the ins and outs of what would happen if I needed to go down that road and to because you've got to make a lot of decisions. Yes, yeah. Throughout this time, they were so hard – um, so I think it's important to know the both, yeah, uh, and know that you know it could go either way, and that's okay. You will be okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something, uh, and also to work on those fears. Mm. Um, but I think knowing, just simply knowing that it could go either way, and being okay with that, is actually overcoming those fears anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I now I know I did have those fears for sure, and who knows the the universe could have just been teaching me, mate. You know, here we go. Here's what you were fearing. Here you go to yeah. to learn something. Um, it also made me realize, like I'm so such a natural woman. Like, <laughs> you know? are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mm. Sheridan's wearing short shorts today. Just be called natural woman. Butt implants. I mean, like, that's all though. Like, no. It's just bush Joke. coming out the side. Yeah. yeah. No. Or natural. Um, yeah, so you're natural. Oh, like, natural generally, woman. all natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm worth it. But, um, yeah, so I think it was going, okay, so, no, the medical world is 100% there for a good reason in certain situations. Mm. Um, so don't play around too much because yeah. who knows what would have happened if I was in the wild. I don't know. We don't know. Um, and what else have I learned? There's probably a lot that I'm going to think about afterwards and just forget. Um, do you think that we have such a, cause you know, like obviously a lot of us, everyone wants a natural birth. Most of us want a natural birth anyway. And do you think when you end up in a situation where you do have to have an emergency Caesar, and I know so many people that have because, like, you know, it's very common. Um, and um, I'm just trying to think where I began with this. Do we think it's – and because it's traumatic, of mm. course, you know, and, we, you know, if birth goes not according to plan, which, like, I swear 99% of the time it doesn't, mm. do we think it's more – 
traumatic and we find it harder to get over it because it is almost thrown in that category the of expectations. like, yeah, that's the wrong birth or not the wrong birth, yeah. but like, that's not the natural birth. Whereas like, if you went in going, um, cause I also know people that had to have like had a fucked up vaginal birth the first time, so traumatic, and then um, had an elective seizure the second mm. time because they had to, and they said it was the most beautiful experience exactly. ever. And, yeah, it's our expectations because 100%. we're not listening to these sort of stories. We're listening to the perfect birth went in there and yeah. I was like a fucking goddess and I just, exactly. like, meditated the whole way through and then, like, mm, the baby came out and, like, yeah. and then we're like, okay, that's what birth is. No. And if it doesn't go like that, it's yeah. wrong and it's bad and it's Sometimes fucked up. Sometimes it is beautiful like that. Yeah. And it's always beautiful. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful experience but at the same time, of course, you know, can be traumatizing in different ways. And I think, yes, I think it is the expectations around your birth that also adds a huge layer of being traumatized from that. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, isn't it? Isn't it you so know? crazy? Like if you've got a completely open mind, no expectations whatsoever, you probably would not be so affected 100%. It's just because of my silly... Um, expectations and well I think a lot I would say almost all of us would have expectations yeah Yeah. the same thing you know I would hardly call it silly I just say Mm. like that's everyone Mm. yeah yeah because it is ideal I will still try for a natural birth next for sure um but I just probably won't push it as long and I will be so open-minded very in the present moment and here I am expecting like, I'm putting some expectations on myself right now. Oh, my God. I thought you meant you were expecting. Oh, no. Like, I was like, is this a pregnancy announcement? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Stop it. I just see your face drop. Like, <laughs> no. <you> expecting. <laughs> That's hilarious. Holy no. shit. That no, was meant, not a pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make that clear. Um, <laughs> yes, no baby in here. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, whoa, just like straight back on that horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, lo- I like love Malachi so much that I'm like, I, I could probably have another one. But then you have yeah. like, he's in a shitty mood and you're like, no. <laughs> no. Do- yeah, you have those days you're like, I don't even yeah. know if I can look just after kidding. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So, oh, no. Um, expectations, I mean, like, you know, here I here I am. Um, putting expectations on myself for the next one, but I'm not. But I, I want to. What I would do differently is be, I guess, more in that present moment and mm. flow go, like yeah, okay, whatever. I think that in itself can make you calmer and hopefully maybe even allow your labor to progress a little bit better because they do say obviously the cervix can open and close throughout your labor mm. um, and. You know, with being told so many negative things that are going on, yeah. who knows whether that really stopped things progressing, like probably just added another layer potentially. Because you are going, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, the fear the of your blood pressure is dangerously high, his heart rate is dangerously low, you can only be on your back. Like um, another thing was you need antibiotics because your water broke too uh, early. Oh. There was a whole other decision, um, which I phoned lots of different integrative doctors for and ended up having to take them. Yeah. It had been far too long. Yeah. Um, according to their world, the medical world. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, I think that, like, whether whatever you're being faced at, faced in that moment just be 
okay, this is what's going on. All right, roll with it. Stay within your breath, whatever you need to do. Try and stay present a bit more. Yeah. Do you think there was like, did you, were you almost like fighting your intuition, like head versus, like, did you? Sorry, let me just pick up Molly because he's, he's crawled over and like climbed up the chair. Did you see that? No. I don't know, he's been so crazy lately. He's like the teenager. I know, I'm not ready for it. Um, Yeah, because I think, you know, often we are so disconnected from our intuition because we're so, we get so caught up in our head and like, you know, we read all the articles or as you know, you're like a wealth of information. So you've got it all there in your head, which like, why don't you want my boob? Why do you just want to make noise? Um, Yeah, like it's all... Up there, so every decision, every everything, you're processing like this wealth of information that you've mm. got. That's pretty much telling you, like exactly, yeah. I sometimes it's like better not to know stuff. 100%, yeah, because it's yeah. like when I have a Caesar, this means that they're not going to get the good microbes all over him. What's going to happen there? Is my breast milk going to come through properly? Like. You know, all these sorts of things go through your mind within each decision and with the antibiotics. But what about my gut flora? It's going to be passed on to him and he's going to get his gut flora destroyed. And so stupid. We can't overthink it, hey, because, like, do you find now, because I know sometimes, because Marley had to have antibiotics when he was, like, a few months old because he had school sores. And I remember it like killed me because mm. you know you you know what you know and mm-hmm. you're sitting there going like you know if he got I don't know, fucking rat anything it, and I was like is that because he went on antibiotics or like something yeah, could happen exactly. and the fact that he went on antibiotics and got school sores and I'm thinking like is that because I got intervention when I was yeah. like pregnant you know and you just like question question yeah question. and we, you really have to just like mm. Like, oh, but hey, yeah. otherwise, like, we could just make ourselves yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. Oh, absolutely. Which I, yeah, was a bit crazy in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can, yeah, of yeah. course you would be, like. Because you constantly go, like, oh, what if I did this? Or what if I was a little bit calmer? Or what if I didn't go to the hospital this early? Or what if I didn't get that epidural? Or whatever, you know? Has that thought sort of, like, you know, doing what you do helped you, I don't know, like, because obviously Help there's. Others? Yeah. 150,000%. Oh, it's helped me. It's a large one, isn't it? 50%. <laughs> that was just the joke. This is why I said 50%. So earlier, um, 50 cents just played locally. And I was like, what? Really? Like the real 50%? The real 50%? I love 50%. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. Not quite 50%. Yeah. Um, 50% did play in Brisbane last night for R&B Live. <laughs> Stop it. Um, don't even know what I was saying there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. How 150,000 sure, Because it allows me to understand uh, other people's experiences so much more rather than – not that I would have been judgmental. It's just like – you go, you question their views. What is their views on things, I guess, um, before this experience? Um, did they try hard enough, you know, which is, you know. Yep, that's like whatever. totally just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like before you're a mum, like, you know, we have all these ideas of like what we're going to do, what kind of mother we're going to be, the hypothetical mum, and then you become a mum and you're like, 
I finally understand why, like, people do this and, like, you know, why they pop a fucking iPhone in front of their kid when you're at a cafe, you know, just things like that. Yeah. Because sometimes you just... Got to do what you've got to do. Yeah. You have to experience something to be able to have compassion for people. And I think that's, like, so much of why I wanted to do this because... The more that we know, the more compassion that we can have. Exactly. And help. Like, yes. It allows you to just go, um, firstly, are you okay? Ask that yeah. person, are you okay? And be there for them is the biggest thing. But yeah. Also deliver a meal or um, check in or allow, like, whatever it might be. But yeah. also just nutritionally as well and health-wise, um, allowing myself to be able to help people through that post-surgery type. Thing, yeah. yeah, which is another thing I guess you can add to your belt, which you wouldn't have mm. even like. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. Have thought, yeah, yeah properly thought of before yeah. that. Yeah, mm. I would have known, but like, not to the degree I do know now. Yeah. So you know, the universe does give you experiences to be able to help others, or for some, for you to learn something. So definitely have learned a lot which is amazing because imagine if I did have a a natural birth I would be like everyone can do it why does everyone yeah it's not that hard who knows I may not have been like that but you never know it's like the people that get the unicorn babies and they're like you just put them down and they fall asleep it's not that hard it's honestly your parenting and you're like Seriously, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. And then they normally get like yeah. humbled with their second. Yeah. See, if I, re- I reckon if I had Marley first, I'd be the biggest cunt. I would just be like, I mean, he's being a pain in the ass at the moment, but like, mm. I would just be like, oh my God, you take them back from hospital and you seriously just like plop them down and they just fall asleep yeah. and like, you know, he sleeps through the night and he just like, I don't know, like babies aren't that hard. Yeah. And people with like, you hard know. Enough. Yeah, what that, are you complaining about? Oh, what is PND? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, yeah. it's, it's obviously your parenting. Like, yeah. you're not doing it right. And they're just like, seriously, I hope your fucking car flips over. Like, <laughs> I hope your next baby has colic, yeah. like, everything under the sun. Sometimes I think that when people are like that, I'm so evil. I'm just like, God, I hope your next baby is colicky as shit or something. Like, I, I hope I you are humbled. Down. Oh, did you? <laughs> Molly's making. Don't squirt me with your boobies. I got breast pads on. <laughs> I mean, still possible. Well, we should probably wrap this up because, um, I mean, it's getting like a bit long now, which yeah. is like you know I love. Definitely. But... And the reason I got let down too is my baby needs feeding. Oh yeah. Yes, you got to go back to your baby. Um. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad that you got to come in the studio and like. You know, we've got the camera right in front of us as well for everyone watching there. Um, Hi. So we could even do um, like an Instagram live, Mm. not IGTV, Mm -hmm. in like a few weeks or something and people can ask questions like once it's all been released and everything. I'd love to start doing a bit more of that. Um, So, yeah, if you have any more questions for shares, like, yeah, we can. Marley! Mate, just let me, like, just let me wrap it up and then you can, you know, wrap it up. Let me take it. Oh, yeah, you can give him a cuddle. Okay. <laughs> I look over and Sheridan's like, got him on her boots. <laughs> <laughs> I need a 
Um, so, yeah, so if you want to get in contact with Sheridan, you can go to, well, what's Sheridanjoy.com. Sheridan, yeah, Sheridanjoy. <laughs> Sheridanjoy.com. S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Yes, Sheridanjoy.com. Um, she has heaps of incredible recipes, um, which I use often and I think probably most of you guys do too. I've seen them making the rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also book a consult. Yeah. And you can do it via Skype and yes, hundred percent. Thank yeah. God for technology. Oh yes, Skype, phone, FaceTime, <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Birdie. <laughs> We're just <laughs> cup to cup, <laughs> postcard, <laughs> cup to cup. <laughs> it's just more expensive. Cup to cup. <laughs> yeah. So probably just Skype or like yeah, yeah. the other normal ones. Um, so yeah, if you'd like to have a consult with her, that's how you get onto her um, and follow her on Instagram at. Just Sheridan Austin, isn't it? Joy Austin. Oh, still Joy. I think so. Oh, we'll find out. Oh, Tiger. <laughs> we'll put all of this in the show notes anyway. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Sheridan. My pleasure. It's been a pleasure and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review um, because it obviously helps the show. Um, so just going to be really honest about that. So yeah. do that. Um, so thank you very much, everyone, and I'll talk to you next week. Please Ask Mickey is a Hit Network original podcast produced at Hit 105 Studios in Brisbane. Created, hosted and produced by Michaela Burnett. Check out pleaseaskmickey.com. Editorial support from Julia Foskey, executive producers Scott McDonald and Matthew Eggleston. For more great audio stories, check out hit.com.au.